Hey, Arisen Nation, it's Sam here, and on this episode, I bring you the topic What This Ashaman Sandal Seller Taught Me in Business. So, we've been wondering how are young people like us crushing our goals and living life on our terms, regardless of how bad the economy sucks? How are we able to stay arisen, chase our massive dreams, take action, and impact people while others are busy sleeping? But the real question is, how do we do it without falling into the trap the sleeping group fell into? That is the big question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Follow along as we learn, apply, and share actionable steps on how to stay arisen in business, career, and life in today's economy. Welcome to the Arisen Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, I'm so excited for this episode because um, most of the episodes from previous weeks have been um, more about you know career guidance and stuff like that, but um, this one is an actual business strategy um, episode. So for all the business guys out there, for all those who have businesses, who are, you know, entrepreneurs and have, you know, several products and services they offer, this will be a good one for you. So please stay tuned. Now, um, just I think two weeks ago, a friend of a really good friend of mine contacted me and then asked if I could help him with he wanted to come up with um I don't want to go into the details of the of the business, but um basically he was gonna render some sort of a service, right? And um and basically he was looking for um he's looking for investors to invest in the whole idea and um he um he knew I I know a little bit about, you know, business and, you know, st- uh, business strategies and uh, marketing strategies and all that. So he contacted me and I decided to help him. And, um, and I went through his business proposal and, uh, all that business plans and all that. And, um, and, uh, so he asked if I could, you know, make any corrections or if I could do some add ups or some subtraction to the whole plan. And, um, and so, you know, when I went through the whole proposal, I think it was it was cool for me, but I had wanted to add in a, a different, you know, um, as part of the sales and marketing strategy inside the already, um, you know, planned out business proposal. He, I decided to, you know, come up with with other strategies I had in mind that, you know, I thought would be really really cool for for the kind of service he was he was bringing on board. And, um, you know, after, after writing, after, you know, doing this deep analysis and, and, um, and thinking about his business and all that, I realized that I was doing something that, um, you know, the plan I had, right, was, was something very, very similar, if not the same, um, to, you know, a really, really long time ago when I was, I was going to buy, um, you know, at Sundowns in a shaman. <laughs> And, um, I realized it was the exact, it was the same thing I was doing for him. And, um, and so I just, you know, I just decided to pause this and then do this episode before I forget about this huge lesson. Because what's, what's, uh, what I was trying to do for him is the exact thing that, you know, a lot of, you know, high level, you know, business, you know, Fortune 500 business, Inc. 500 businesses, um, you know, even Apple, Samsung, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of these like group businesses are doing. And it's the same thing that I remember this shoe seller, you know, did to me. And, and it was really, really cool. And so I just wanted to share with you, um, what he did and how you can implement this in your business. If you're not doing it, there's a high, high chance that you're losing money on the front end. And, uh, you should, you should be able to, with this strategy or whatever I'm coming to give you, 
it should be able to you know um you should be able to suck up some of the you know cash that has that has been leaking out in your business so let's let's jump right into it enough of the you know enough of the talking let's jump into the real thing so um so i remember i went to a shaman and i was basically uh you know it was it was a sunday and and if you're an if you're a shaman if you're a shaman guy or girl you know the best time to buy you know stuff is <laughs> it's on sunday sunday after church you go roam through the streets of a shaman and you get things at, at a really really good price very discounted and um, most of them are original so i tried to do that i went to a shaman and um and i was shopping for sandals and i'm not i i don't mean the major shops i mean the ones on the floor you have to pick them up and see if they are really good try them out and stuff like that you know you know so um that was that was what that was what was happening and um and i just chanced on a really really good sandals i'd wanted to buy and uh i stood there and then asked um i asked the seller what size was it and he told me it was 43 i was like okay so so, so can i try it and sure enough he bought me the sign the the left side i mean the left leg and i tried it on and it fits perfectly and um and i asked him how much it cost and it was like um 45 cents and i was like okay so this in my head i'm like definitely it's not a 45 cents um you know sandals he just wants um he just wants us to negotiate so we can get so i can get a better deal he can also get a good price right so i just actually told him i was going i was going to give him 25 cities for the sandals and he's like no 25 is not a good price and blah blah you know you know the tradition you know how things go on the streets and you know in selling and trying to convince someone and all that right but um ultimately i bought the sandals at 30 cities and at 30 cities um just before he brought in uh just before he brought in his black rubber to put the sandals in he then uh, he he told me okay so this sandals i don't know if any any of you know what the uh, uh Birkenstock um you know sandals is so you know how some of them are um the the leather underneath uh, um it's not tied enough to the base of the sh- uh, of the sandal so they have to you know stitch it stitch it with you know a lot of threads and ad- adhesives and also pin it and stuff like that right and so um that was what's um so he so instead of coming up with coming out with with um a black polythene rubber to put in to put my sandals in for me to go he wasn't pitching me on the fact that you know Yes, I've bought the sandals alright. It's, it's a really good sandals, but you know, if I don't do this what he's come to do for the sandals, the sandal is going to be messed up. And I was like, "Why why didn't you do that originally?" And he told me, you know, the original sandals doesn't come like that and doesn't come like that. So they they have to do it on their own. And you know what what he did was he just got he just got me scared of buying the sandals even though I've already bought the sandals. He got me scared and that I just had to listen to what he had. And he brought out a lot of pins, you know. Uh, um, um, he brought out a lot of adhesives to make the to basically guarantee the durability of the sandals, right? So I was like, "Go for it, go for it." And he told me, like, if it's going to do that, that's fifteen cents. And what I realized he did was basically, you know, hit on the pain point of me buying the sandals. Now, for me buying the sandals, it was. It was an instant grat- uh, uh, gratification for me. I I needed the sandals, so I bought it. But what he did was point out the weakness in his product he was selling, 
And, you know, thinking about it, it was just a mind, you know, it's, it's just a mind blowing, you know, strategy that, you know, a lot of businesses have to employ in their, you know, strat, um, I mean, in their business. And, um, so that was what he did. So after doing that, he, he took me, um, you know, extra 15 studies for the extra stuff he, he, he had worked on. And then he later came up with some pins, you know, um, you, you know how the, um, um, some of the sandals, the pins that they, they drill inside the leather is very tiny. And so it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't fit so well. So what he did was he brought in this, you know, big, big hollowed, you know, um, pins, but then they were like gold plated. I don't know if they are gold plated, but then they look like, you know, gold plated. And, um, so he said each, each pin costs 10 pesos. If I want to put it around, no, I think it was 20 pesos that he's going to put it around all the holes around the, around the shoe, um, around the sandals if I want, just to make it fancy. And I was like, go for it. Like, I, I want my sandals to look really cool. <laughs> and, and this guy ended up taking another, I think 15, um, um, I mean, uh, I think it was one city, five on each slip, uh, slippers or something like that. Um, so ultimately I end, instead of spending 30 cities, I ended up spending like 45, more than you know almost 50 cities on a slip on, on a sandals right and i go home like i don't know i don't know how to describe my feeling but i was excited even though i know that wasn't the price I'd, i bought the sandals i could have bought it at a way cheaper price but i was excited because i know first off my sandals will be durable number two it looked good with all the you know add-ons he had added to this um uh, uh, to the sandals and here's the big lesson. Here's the big lesson you guys should uh, um, should be doing now in your businesses. Now, what he did was that, you know, I came in and then asked of a, of his product. I asked of his product, right? So he had a product and then gave it out. We negotiated a price and then we finally ended up on a good price that was good enough for him and also good enough for me, right? So that was the initial transaction. But what he did that was really cool was that he pointed out a really, really bad thing on his product. He pointed out the bad thing on his product. And that is, you know, as business owners, we always think our products are the best. You know, they are better than the competitors. They are this and that and that. But um, we being consumers, if we if we are being pitched on something and then all we hear is the positive aspect, all we hear is the good side of the product, and we don't hear the bad side of the product, it makes... It makes the consumer think twice and then think of, you know, other competitors and stuff. But if, if you, the person selling the product or the service, you point out your, um, the disadvantages of buying that product, it makes, it makes the selling first of very easy. And number two, it brings in another aspect where you can provide another service for the customer. So you could make more money on, I mean, from just this single customer. Okay, so first off, he, he brought out the slippers and then he pointed out that this slippers, okay, is good, but then it's not good to this extent. So what I can do is I can provide you an extra service or value or product to whatever I provide for you at a really, really good price. And then ultimately you would have a very, very durable, you have a very, very, you know, really, really good product or service, um, um, to take home, to, to take home, right? And, and, and you know, uh, thinking of this before the episode, like it made me think, like, wow, this 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 Ashaman seller guy, like he was he was, uh, he he gave me a really really good you know lesson, and 
And I just wanted to share with you guys that, you know, if you have a product or service out there, don't posture yourself as you being, you having the best of products. No, but be strategic. Point, give, point out the disadvantages in your product and create another product or service that would satisfy the disadvantage or the pain point or the, or the shortcomings of your initial products. Okay. If you, if you do it that way, you'd always have business coming in. Or even if you, even if you wouldn't have business coming in, what you're going to do is you are going to increase your average customer value you get. So for, for example, um, me going, going to the shoes, um, I mean, sandal seller, right? He sold me on something that was worth 30 cities, but I ended up spending 45 cities. Okay. And, um, so just from one customer, you can increase your average value you get from a customer just from using these things. So you being genuine about your products, um, making sure that your products, you point out the side effects or the um, disadvantages in your product and then creating another service or product out there to combat the disadvantage or the side effects or the bad thing on your initial product that's that is a killer right if you if if, if you look at what um if you look at what you know apple does right so they bring up a product i mean they bring up their new phone right and what they do is that they know that their phones or whatever gadgets comes out, right? They, they know there's a, there's a bad title. They, there's a disadvantage to them, to, to their main product. So what they do is they bring up other accessories. They bring up other things that would make, that would enhance or that would make this, um, the, um, the, um, the bad side of their current products um you know better right and so that's why they have these apps out there like um um i was using my iphone for video shooting for our program set and um and i realized that there was a better app on the app store that was called filmic pro it's it's an apple related app and that costs that costs like 15 dollars to purchase right now um apple Realize that yes, they, they they have one of the good you know um, um camera you know digital cameras out there, um but they 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 realize that they could be better. They could enhance the quality of their main products by you know putting in bringing in other forms of you know enhancements or accessories and stuff like that to make their products even more better. So I was forced to buy the you know um the the camera app on the on the Apple Store. Right. And that is how you should structure a business. You should always make sure that you point out the bad things in your products. The really, really bad things that you don't want to admit yourself. Do that because it's going to help you milk out a lot of money from just this one single customer. You know, people come and then say that, you know, they are not getting customers for their products or services and stuff like that. And many, many times, you know, um, acquiring a new customer is tough. It's expensive. But monetizing your previous customers, making sure that you can make enough money from them ethically is, is, is sometimes the way to go. Don't, uh, sometimes the answer is not just in acquiring customers, acquiring customers, acquiring new customers. Because it's tough. It's very difficult to acquire new customers and it's expensive. Look at how much you need to advertise. You know, if you are doing social media, you are doing TV or radio ads or whatever it says, it's, it's quite expensive to acquire new customers, but they're the already customers you have. Instead of making, let's say you have 100 customers for your business, right? And um, for each product you you, you, you you bring out there, let's say it sells for 50 cities. So you make 500 cities for each customer. Now, um, 
So for this 500 cities, instead of trying to use this 500 cities to acquire a new set of customers, what you do is you would you would um, pinpoint the disadvantages in your current product, create a different service to satisfy that product so you can enhance the, the quality of the initial products. And instead of selling, you know, um, a 50 uh, cities product to these 100 customers, you'd, you are going to sell a 70 um, um, cities product to them. That comes in a bundle. It comes in a, you know, an offer. So rather than having, oh, I'm selling this handkerchief for, for, uh, let's say I have a handkerchief in my hands, by the way. <laughs> That's my face towel here. But instead of sell, selling this face towel for, let's say, um, five cities, what you are going to do is we are going to add, you know, um, a box of PK to it. We are going to add, um, we are going to add, what else? Maybe something else, right? I can't think of something off the cuff, but you know, you could have a box of PK to it and then add it to it. And instead of selling it for five cities, we are going to sell it for, let's say, seven cities or 10 cities. That way, you are helping your current products to become the quality amongst the markets. And the funny thing is that if you become the top of your competitors because your, comp your competitors are not doing that currently. They are not... Um, so there's no, there's no equivalent in your products as compared to the, as compared to the, your, your um, competitors. Now it's not like comparing apples to apples, but it's like comparing apples to oranges, right? And so that way, most customers will come to you because first of all, you are giving quality services. And number two, you are being a good business owner. So I hope this episode helps you to understand um, and also gives you some, some, you know, some little ideas that you can um, implement in your business today. Try today and you'll thank me later. I promise you, um, that is what I do for my clients, you know, um, for a lot of my clients and stuff like that. We, we map out, you know, a strategy where we can, you know, look for loopholes in our products and services and then trying and satisfy it with another, you know, um, product or service that we can easily create and add on to it. That would increase the quality of the product. One last thing before I leave on is, um, another good example. So one of my clients, um, uh, she's coming up with a supplement and, uh, um, what we are doing is, um, uh, she also knows a, a little bit about, you know, massage therapies and stuff like that. So instead of just coming up with a supplement, we know that, yeah, people, people who take the supplement will get results. But then we are at, we are having an add on because we've realized that most people who are going to take her particular supplements also have, you know, problems with sleeping, also have problems with, you know, um, um, their bodies, right? And so what we are doing as an add on, we found out the side effects or the loopholes in the current product. And so what we are doing is we are combating all those loopholes with extra values that we can add. And through that, even if a competitor comes in, they can't be able to compete with us because of the fact that we have bumped up our value. So instead of, and that way you can easily, you know, charge more than the competitors. And it brings a whole lot of, you know, custom, um, it brings a whole lot of, you know, um, advantages to you. This unfair advantage that you need in your business. So I hope this episode was a good one. Please, if you found value from it, please, um, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes, SoundCloud. We'll be so grateful. Share with your friends and family or whoever you think would need this this very episode because i know a lot of you know people out there have businesses they have these small businesses out there they're trying to um you know make ends meet and this simple strategy can help someone out there crank up really really good products and then make sure they dominate their marketplace so cheers and have an awesome week bye bye yeah wasn't that an exciting episode 
please consider leaving a review and a 5-star rating inside Spotify if you are on Android and iTunes if you are on Apple. We have had a ton of you complaining you don't see the week's episode in a timely manner and we appreciate that frustration. So if you want to get notified the very second an episode is live, head over to podcast.arisenglobal.com That is podcast.arisenglobal.com and follow the easy steps on there. You'll be notified on Facebook Messenger as soon as an episode goes live, so you are not left out in the Arisen Nation. And as always, don't forget to stay Arisen.